kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. A love story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just before we kick off, it it takes over my life a bit. So I don't, I actually don't want to go too crazy on it because I have to pace myself. Because it's like when the Russian Ukraine thing started. You know, you know what I get like. Yeah, you wore me down with it. I get, um, I, uh, I go all in. The good thing about this though. I've, I've turned Telegram notifications and I, I never have Telegram notifications on. So there's a few Telegram channels that I've actually switched the notifications on. And that is when... I didn't even do that for the Ukrainian-Russian war. The good thing about this is I, I understand this a bit more. Oh, totally. I've read yeah. more about this. Yeah. Uh, I've, I know more a little bit more about the history of it. I know the region better. Um, yeah. War, war, war. Are we live now? We're we live the whole time. Okay, we're, oh, <laughs> shit. Um, oh, so I suppose we should start off with the great uh, Allah Akbar, Tim. <laughs> Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. Uh, how are you, mate? Good. Really good, mate. <laughs> really good. Um, pissing down the rain here in, uh, where are we, Kashmir. It's a Tuesday. This is an uncommon Tuesday night pod. Yeah. Um, we've got some the, pressing world issues there, Dave. Uh, well, we've got some pressing issues at your building site, apparently. Um, hopefully Tim, these holes don't fucking fill the water. You don't see Tim very tense, <laughs> but when I got here tonight, Tim looked a little bit tense, and it's because it's raining, and he's just dug some holes, and it's Tuesday night, and they're pouring, you're pouring concrete on Friday. Yeah. Is that correct? So it looked, the weather did look good all week, and then, then, out, then tonight, out of the blue, it's yeah. like, nah, nah, fuck you, we're going to rain tonight. Yeah, and it's a little bit heavy. Yeah, so a little bit concerning. What 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 ways could you mitigate it this evening? Could you get the? Puck? I'll go. <coughs> I'll go check it. It's not so much the water; it's just some of the silt that runs down the hill. The bit of runoff. Oh bit my of, god! Yeah. It just fills the a holes. Bit of erosion. And there's um there's reinforcing steel in every hole, ah. so that you know that can't touch. Technically, that can't touch the dirt. It's got to be spaced off. Ah, gotcha. So if too much silt falls in the hole and it fills up and hits the reinforcing, it's a fucking disaster. So what would you have to do then? Take You'd the have to try to get out. it out and then try to re, re-clean the hole out and put it back in. Yeah. Um, or just fucking pour concrete in it. <laughs> well, hey, it's all, it's all mud and clay and silica. And, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? It's all dinosaur fucking yeah, bones it's all, it's and fucking, fucking fossil fuel eventually. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, She'll be right. So, uh, yeah. so what's happening in the world, mate? Well, you know, I did have a, until um, until Saturday night. Uh, now I have so the previous the show notes I've got until Saturday night were all quite kind of fluffy, and there was a bit about um, uh, well, we'll do shout out to shout out to all our patrons. Now we are this is episode one fifty one. Yeah. So our next episode, hang tight. Uh, Tim's been busy building. I've just been busy fluffing around in the garden. Uh, but the episode after this one will be a Patreon. Uh, now we also, uh, and I sprung it on Tim the other night. You were like, "What the fuck is this?" We've also got a. Um, there's a new. Is it? Well, it's not new, but it's new to the show. It's called Buy Me a Coffee, which is. Yeah, like, I was confused. I don't still don't know what it is. So basically, you know how Patreon there are. Pa- we have patrons, and they're essentially subscribers. And every month they get 
they get dinged whatever they want to put up. Yeah. Whether it's Kororo, Blake Town, Cobbo, Scab, whatever. Um, buy me a coffee, which the link to that is in our Instagram bio. It's at the top, I think. Buy me a coffee is how you can just go and give us um, a, 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 like five bucks for a coffee, and that's it. That's it's like a one and done. So is it through Patreon? No, it's a it's a that's uh, buymeacoffee.com. So a lot of uh, uh, can I use the term content creators? Oh, gross! Content. Oh, gross! Tim, I use that term. Tim Bromley, the content create. <laughs> can I say it again? Content creators, uh, a la Timothy Carl Bromley. The co- so cringy. So what do you do for a living, Tim? Well, I'm a content creator, part-time kitchen <laughs> kitchen maker, cabinet maker, part-time, part-time cabinet maker, full-time content creator. Uh, so yeah, no, it's a place like lots of different, especially um, especially whack jobs. Yeah. Especially whack job podcast or not like obviously you know Joe Rogan doesn't need a buy me a coffee link. So is it a little bit like uh, value for value? I suppose. You, yeah, I suppose so. You don't have to sign up. Yeah. You can just go to. You can click on the link in the bio, and I think you can just you could buy us. Four coffees if you wanted to, but most people might just go, ah, I think this podcast is worth $5 every now and maybe once a month or, or maybe they'll do maybe fi- if you, yeah, maybe, maybe if people don't either. listen all the time. Yeah, maybe maybe they just maybe they just love you and me. The and numbers of the numbers are bizarre, man. Like are they? They jump around all over the show. Yeah, I suppose it's hard because, you know, it's not like we're um it's not like we're doing live breaking news or we have um, anything like that. It's just really, what shit are we going to talk about today every week? <laughs> Can someone stomach listening to it yeah. every week? But, but hey, a lot of people do, a lot of people, well, a few people like it. And a couple of them might want to chip in five bucks. And, but not be on Patreon. They might just want to buy us a coffee. Or in your in your instance, Tim, a chai latte. No, I drink coffee. What do you, you, drink, drink? you drink coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe even a tea. You get an overpriced tea at Coffee Culture. So anyway, that links do you to ever, the, Do you ever buy tea? Never. No. Never, ever. No. There, there was a the time... On occasion, maybe if I had a breakfast somewhere, I might get a tea. Yeah, that's know. the thing. There was a time when I was a young buck in Christchurch, um, and I might go to like C, C1, and they would do like a proper pot. Yeah. You would get a pot of tea. Maybe you had a day off work. I'd go down there, but didn't have much loot, and you'd get a pot of tea... And you just Probably mill around for an and hour And you just take two. your book down there and you just have about five cups of tea and read your book. And it was a good way to just, you know. That's some, that's some pretentious white shit right there. That's, and it's some, hey, I think the blacks and the yellows, they, they love a tea. They love a tea. In fact, the yellows love a, they love a tea with the little tapioca balls in it, which I don't understand. Bubble tea, you know that Bubble shit. tea, yeah. I mean, if, if drinking Earl Grey reading your book's pretentious, what the fuck is bubble tea? What the <laughs> yeah. fuck is that crazy old <laughs> I don't shit? Know. Um, so, yeah, so um, ratings... Reviews, Patreons, buy us a coffee. It's all there. Uh, Joel and Tim show Instagram. Um, but without, as they say in the podcast spheres, without further ado, let's talk about the things I had. On, oh, sorry, that was quite a that pun intended. Without further ado, um, let's talk about the things I had uh, on the show notes prior to Saturday the night. The things you'd killed off your list? Yeah, well, there's a there was just um there was one about what have we got? Oh, unfortunately, this has just happened the last twenty four hours or so, or just over maybe. Is the unfortunate news that that Tim Dillon has cancelled his Christchurch show on the twentieth of October? Yeah, which, I sent him a message on on his latest post. 
saying I hope he dies in a plane crash on his way to Auckland. Good. Did yeah. you say you fat gay? No. Uh, maybe I should follow up with that. Yeah. I hope you die in a plane crash, you fat gay. Um, P.S. Love you, Tim. Uh, did you really write that? Yeah. Good. I hope you did. Because I was honestly going to hit him up in the DMs again and tell him Harry's really, really missed a big opportunity by A, not coming to Christchurch and B, not coming on the pod. Oh, the pod bump. The, the Joel and Tim show bump he would have got. Mate. Huge bump for his career. Big yep. things. Big things. Big things. So that was a bit disappointing. So I believe. Um, I be- so, but I suppose that the um, the silver lining is it still sounds like Joel's is coming over. So there might be a little bit of a Fu Man, Joel and Tim. Um, who knows what could happen next Friday night? But whichever way, there'll be. There'll be there'll be a lot of talking over each other. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I, I enjoy nothing more than talking over people and, and being talked over uh, at like a bar somewhere or something. So hey, and if anyone, I'm imagining this will come out before next Friday. Yes. If anyone in the Greater Christchurch area is keen to link up, just uh, shoot me a um, shoot me a DM into Instagram and. Uh, we can, uh, we can, we can give you our. We can send location. The more the merrier. The more the merrier. But it'll at least be the the. It'll be the um. It'll be the Greymouth Podcast Mafia for sure, and then whoever else wants to come. So that was the bummer about Tim Dillon. But anyway, uh, onwards and upwards. Um. Now, oh, now I did have a. Uh, I run out of um. Run out of meat on the Saturday. Work Saturday. Run out of sausages. So Amy gave me, um, she gave me seven bucks. So I took seven bucks to work. So that's for my meat. So I worked half a day and I thought I'll trundle down to uh, New World Goon. Probably about 1pm 1, 1 Saturday afternoon. Walked in there. And I tell you what, the, um, the fucking, the price of the beef was, I couldn't get, basically, long story short, I could not get a decent cut of beef. For seven dollars, so I was um I was basically railroad. I thought well I got to eat something, so I, I took about three or four steps to the right and had to head to the pork. I had to head to the pork section. Okay, what do you know? There is a bit of a backstory to this. Um, so <laughs> as it is, to there's always yeah. so so. Anyway, I'll go. Well, let's Joel's go. Loves the context, let's go. Mate. Let's go back in time a little bit. So. <laughs> Prior to going to New World on Saturday, I was listening to a uh, tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli, and it was called uh, the it was uh, the the title of the pod was called Ancient Angels with some he's like some conspiracy theory religious dude. Which let's be honest, I mean the OG conspiracy theorists are the are the Bible thumpers, right? I think that we can say that without a doubt. They are they. They, they essentially, well, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point, but we'll get to that later. But So I was listening to to all that. It was quite interesting, and Sam was talking about how he's reading the Bible. And, you know, being the easily influenced person that I am, I thought to myself, you know what? I um, I thought, I was sitting in, before I went to get my bit of meat, I was, I was sitting in the car thinking, fuck. I actually might give it a read. I'm just going to read it, right? So, but but I but I don't want to go into one of those weird religious bookshops. So, of course, I went online and I. You're not going to Christian superstore. No, I'm not going to Christian superstore. So I thought, what's what's the most what's the most uh, what's it sort of mildly agnostic way of going about it? And this is real. This is like this is like dumb dumb one hundred and one literally. But I thought library. But I thought no. But I thought to myself, 
Now, I always love a hard copy, eh? <laughs> I thought to myself, the Bible for dummies. And, of course, there is literally Bible for dummies. It's the four dummies. Yeah. You know, the, the, that, that brand, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. And I read the Windows 98 for dummies. Yeah, I read the write-up on it, and it's like all the Amazon reviews were all mostly, mostly, mostly five stars, and they were all like, um, you know, it's funny. It's kind of written. It helps you understand what's happening if you don't come from a religious background, which is exactly what I want. So I... I get out of the car and I kind of bookmark that page and I'm like, right, sweet, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. When I, when I, when I, um, when the TAB comes in, I'll. Uh, has that has that bit come through? Yeah. Well, funnily enough, the baseball, um, the baseball game, the Marlins won that game, but TAB decided to pay me out the next day, and I got exactly the amount I said I could sell someone on the street about twenty five bucks. Yeah. So I got I got paid out on that. And then they won the game anyway, which I'm kind of like, fuck, I would have got bloody about 50. Anyway. Oh, rude. Yeah, they paid me out 25 and just avoided that bet. But oh, so they paid you out on the first two legs of the... They paid me it? on the first two legs, but then two days later, they actually played the game on the... Sorry, two days, three days later, they played the game after they paid... paid it was the day after the last game of the... Um, yeah. Regular season, MLB. Rude. I'll be going back to the tab you know, and I'm saying, like, "Oh, fuck, man, I, yeah. that was in the bag." You know, they they won. They they they, they yeah, they won two one. Uh, the the uh, the Mets didn't no score. change to the score. No, no change. Yeah. No. So, but anyway, so I um I get out of the car. I go inside. I look at the beef. It's super inflated. So I go down to the pork, and what do you know? The first pork is two dos. Good size pork loin chops with great fat on the edge. Guess the price. The first one I looked at. Six, six, six. Yep. And I, I looked at it. I picked it up and I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. This is a, I, don't know, I don't know who it's a sign from. One of the archangels. Bible for dummies. I don't know. <laughs> so I was listening to a religious conspiracy theorist. Then I looked up Bible for dummies. And I walked in and saw that the global banking cabal has inflated the price of beef so much. I walked down to the dirty old pork. And of course, the dirty old pork was $6.66. And I tell you what, I went back to work. And it was... Uh, now, here's, here's, an un, un, um, here's a little... This worked out well. It was raining on Saturday. But I was painting a back porch type area. It was a bit of a little thing, but it was a good, good Saturday job out of the rain. And um, so I cranked the gas cooker up just out, and it was slightly in the rain. And I put my low smoke point olive oil in there and um, chucked my two chops in. And the rain was quite light, but it was just enough rain falling in there that it actually... Sizzle, sizzle. It sizzled. And it actually cooked the pork... And this can't always be a thing, I understand that, but with just with a little bit of precipitation falling into the, the frying pan with the olive oil and the pork, it actually the the, the I tell you what, that um that fatty edge just oh, crystal If I, you if you had a fire going at the same time, oh mate. Life would have been uh, oh, com- mate. complete. It was good. So I, I cooked those up, I ate those, I probably did another couple of hours. So that was the meat. So I'm still on the meat. Um Yeah, it, it's funny. It's like I drive past the pie shop now that I used to go to in Rangiora all the time, and I it just it's it doesn't take long, eh? It just doesn't take long. Like I look at the pie shop now, and just I don't even think about going there to be honest. It's like oh, I'm on the meat train. I'm a meat guy now. I'm a meat for lunch guy, um, and that's just that's just how it is now, Tim. Um, and 
So things are good. Uh, health's good. Um, I, yeah, I've basically been um, been pretty pretty hay fever free. Um, I don't know, just maybe ha- haven't been consuming a lot of gluten. Uh, maybe the odd little bit of gluten, but really laid off the gluten. Um, and the hay fever has kind of dried up this year. It's my best. This is my best hay fever year in my life so far. Wow, forty four years. Um, haven't laid off the dairy, but just been on the meat. Uh, very few packeted snacks. None in the lunchbox anymore. I've told Amy no more packeted snacks. Just nuts. Um, yogurt and beer. Greek yogurt and blueberries, some biltong, oh, and then yeah. a slab of meat. Ah. And that's it. Uh, what else do I have? No, that's it. Every day. And I tell you what, I, I, I'm just like, ah, this is, this is good. This is a good thing to eat. And I don't really eat till about 10 or 11. I just have a coffee and a wee. Well, I have a smoothie in the morning. I've been off the eggs of late. I just had so many eggs. Oh, how, those, how were the eggs? So Joel turned up with a dozen eggs tell last us about the time. Eggs. Uh, they were small. Yeah. They were fucking delicious. Yeah. They were so yellow. Yeah, I suppose that's... Man, they, these, were, these, they were almost orange. It those was, chickens eat... Um, they eat pretty well. Yeah. They eat better than a lot of homeless people in Christchurch, those chickens. <laughs> they seriously do. Like, Amy, some some weeks, most weeks, actually, on Sunday, most Sundays of late, she makes them their own chicken stew. Not chicken stew, with chicken. Cannibal stew. But she makes them, like, a stew out of, like... If we've got like whatever old shitty veggies, and she'll get like the cheapest, Which like all veggies, hey, all veggies, yeah, know. yeah, exactly, yeah, the <laughs> sh- yeah, the shitty, all the shitty veggies that we that we just sit in the in the bottom of the fridge and they kind of go a bit soft, <laughs> fucking gross, and just a dirty old the cheapest shitty shitty bit of either either we clean out old meat that's been in the freezer for six to twelve months, yeah, and she just slow cooks it and then she makes this massive big thing and it lives in the fridge all week. And we just give them a couple of scoops of that every day with their oats, their soaked oats every morning, and yeah, they're help. They, 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 I mean, they literally are free range chickens. They they roam around wherever they want in a couple of hundred meter radius sort of thing. But um, okay, so the eggs were good. Yeah, really yep. good, man. We've we're actually um. I I done the poached. Casey uh, scrambled his. Yep. And yeah, I'm a scrambler. Everyone was a fan. I tell you what, I've moved on to scrambled, and I know this. I don't know if this is. Something most people do, but I get Amy to grate the thin grater. I get her to grate a little bit of cheese on my scrambos, and I kind of mix it up and make it a bit of a. It's nearly like an omelette, but it's scrambled, scrambled with melted cheese on it. It sounds delicious. It's pretty good. It just helps me, you know, because I don't know. I just have this thing with eggs. I'm just like, ah, eggs again, you know. Yeah, the, if you're just eating them by themselves, the textures. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I do love an omelette though. I'm a bit of an omelette guy. Anyway, um enough about that. Enough about eggs. Fuck the eggs. So fuck the fuck the eggs. So um so that leads into uh, we won't get into that. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast to listen to, but we it was all um you'd hate it, it was all about numeral it was all about numbers. Oh fucking numbers. numbers They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like listening to them, but I also am like yeah, this guy was good. He was on once again. He's on tinfoil hat. He was a he was a Freemason, uh, like a card carrying Freemason and a lawyer. Which, you know what? From a lot of podcasts I've listened to, they have Freemasons. A lot of Freemasons do tend to be lawyers. Oh, yeah. I think you might say it's a thing. 
But anyway, that was on Tinfoil Hat, um, and it was all about those numbers. Actually, we've talked about it on the podcast a year or two ago, which was all those numbers around um, uh, the Pentagon yeah. and the 77s, yep. and it was just like, The flight, flight numbers. Yeah, and the where it hit and the parallel, yeah. whatever, you know. Anyway, so I listened to one of those, but that was after I cooked the meat. But then on Saturday night after work, this was what I'd been. I'd been um, hanging out to see this movie. I really fixated on it for a couple of weeks. And the movie is called, it's in cinemas now, uh, The Creator. Have you seen it? No. Seen the trailer? No. Okay. It's, um, so the dude who made it, his name's Gareth Edwards, um, and he, he essentially was, he's a director that made, he's kind of like uh, another word you would hate him. To go with content creator, he makes like he ha- in the past he's made kind of like what you describe as like maybe indie films, yeah. like a bit like low budget, but yeah. he does really well. So he made he made he made some low budget films, did it all himself, camera work himself, does the video the effects himself, and then he made a video a movie years a few uh, maybe in two thousand and twelve or thirteen. Maybe. I don't think those film those th- those films should not be called independent films, right? Yep. Just okay. all those big films yep. should be called dependent films. Yeah. Well, this this guy, what this guy Gareth Edwards has done, so because he's just a filmmaker. The independent film he made was the this first big one that blew him up that he made on a shoestring budget and did it all himself. Is called Monsters. Okay. Never seen it. Apparently, it's really good. But that, then he then he got sucked into uh, well not sucked in but he got taken up by one of the big studios and he made a Godzilla and apparently I don't you know I don't really care too much for those Godzilla movies but I get it it's a thing right so he made one of them and then he hit the big time when he was asked to do which in my opinion and a lot of nerds opinions especially with the state of Star Wars in with Disney now a lot of lot D- Disney has essentially ruined Star Wars that's that's the takeaway from a lot of people. Yeah. But Rogue One, which was maybe the first movie they made, I think it might have been the first movie they made. Or was it? I can't remember. But it's the only one I really liked. It was called Rogue One. Since since Disney bought it off George Lucas. So he was the director on... He made Rogue One. And it was just... Even if you were to... Even if you were to watch all the... the I wouldn't even put you through it. But if you were to watch all the Disney Star Wars movies without giving it away too much, like Rogue One is just, it's just filmed differently. The battle scene's different. Everything looks different. It's because Gareth Edwards did it, right? So he hasn't made a movie for a while until about a month ago I got wind of this movie called The Creator. And it turns out he's making it. And... He made it for, and this is the this is one of the talking points you'll hear on YouTube. He made it for eighty million dollars, which apparently in movie world is like um, all the all the pundits and the critics were like, this movie looks like it was a two hundred and fifty million dollar movie sort of thing. Like they showed when I was watching Robot Head, which is a movie reviewer. There's Robot Head, Critical Drinker. They're both on YouTube. They're really good. They kind of like anti all the woke movies, and one's an Aussie, one's a Scottish dude. But they're funny. But they were essentially saying like they were rattling off some of the like um the new Little Mermaid movie. These movies are like terrible, and they cost like two hundred and twenty five million dollars. And Gareth Edwards made the creator, which I went to on Saturday night for eighty, 
And the general gist of it is... Oh, you actually went to the movies? Yep, went to the movies. I'm like, I have to see this at the movies. Um, so I went with Amy and Cass. And essentially, um, without giving anything... No spoilers. You'd see this on the, on the preview. So there's the protagonist dude is... I uh, can't remember his name, but he was the guy... The black dude out of that movie called Tenet. You remember Tenet? Jesse Smollett. No, no, he's, this guy's solid. He's solid. He kind of looks a little bit like Carway Leonard. But anyway. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's an NBA player. Okay. Okay. So anyway, the main character, Josh, I think his name's Josh. So you, the movie starts and it, essentially, long story short, it's about AI. Okay. And this, you'll read this. This is not giving anything away. The start of the movie, you see AI. It's not like, it's not our earth because in the movie, they don't have cell phones They've got technology, but they don't have the technology we have. But it's very similar to here, but it's basically set in 2065. But somewhere maybe 15 years before that, maybe 2050, AI, humans have created AI, and it it was kind of um, just how Isaac Asimov would have created robots. They were there to help, and the moment that, that, that you can never program a robot to do bad. That's that's supposed to be the rule. Yep. Uh, turns out, um, you'll learn this in the first two minutes of the movie, that um, the AI, an AI system nuked LA. And after that, the United States government and the military um, went on a, they basically said, okay, we are done with AI and anyone who harbors AI, we're coming for you and we're going to wipe you out. So, so that was so. So this is like fifteen years after LA got nuked. LA's still like a radioactive hole in the ground, um, and this Josh guy works there. His parents died in the nuclear attack, and I don't want to give too much more away. But in the movie, the uh, the other, the only other sort of um, well, landmass or so there's the states who are exactly like the states in the real world. But LA-less. But LA-less. That, that might be fantastic. That might be good. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I think we could probably... I mean, apart from the millions dead, that's no good. But um, everything else probably... Maybe better. But um, <laughs> but basically, the other sort of... I wouldn't call it empire, but um, the other geographical location in the movie is what they call New Asia. It's kind of... It's nearly Orwellian, you know? So in New Asia, which is just like Asia, like it's it's Southeast Asia, it's like Vietnam, uh, Thailand sort of vibes. They haven't um, they haven't gotten rid of AI. In fact, they're still developing AI, and they kind of live with AI like equals, and everything's cool. There's no dramas with AI in New Asia. The yet so the main character in the movie, Josh, he's kind of like a Special Forces, undercover guy, trying to, and like I said, I don't want to give too much away, trying to, working with and for the Americans to um, find the, you know, the New Asia AI um, sort of bad, well, the thing is, they're not baddies, this is the one thing about the movie, I'm doing a terrible job of explaining this movie, which I do typically with everything, but here's, the the, first, the the thing I realized really quickly, and this is once again not giving anything away, and what I loved, even at the end of the movie, I was like, I love it how they did that. 
America are the baddies in this movie to the point where I watched all these movies. So it's realistic. Yeah. So I watched all these movie reviews, and some Americans even mentioned they it weirded Americans out. Americans, people, well, because they got to see how the rest of the world yeah, views them. Yeah, I've watched movie. I watched reviews after it when I got home, and some of the reviews were kind of like, oh, "I really love the movie, and I love what he did here, and great cinematography." But I thought it was a bit weird how he made us out to be the bad guys, because what you would <laughs> notice in the movie is it's set in twenty sixty five, but it's got serious. Vietnam, he's done, this is how um, Gareth Edwards explains it. He's like, I just took all the movies and all the things from history that I love, and I just made a movie. So th- there's serious Vietnam War vibes. The Yanks are just like fucking, the Yanks are the uh, essentially, like the AI isn't bad in this movie. It's and I can't give any spoilers away, and you'll learn more about what happened with the LA nuke and da-da-da-da-da. But, um... I honestly, when I got home from when we got home from the movies, I said to Amy, I was like, and she, Amy loved it. Cass, Cass was like, well, that was like, Cass was instantly like, uh, that was in top ten movies. Um, I, because I'm a bit longer in the tooth, I don't know where I put it, but I said to Amy, look, as soon as that comes out, I'm I'm buying it like I bought Top Gun Maverick because yeah. I will I will watch that movie all the time because it's that good. It's the way he films it. Like, um, th- this is the all the all the promo prior was like, you know, Jane, uh, Jane, uh, Gareth Edwards. He he's the cameraman, so he he's not sitting back telling you. He's the cameraman. They filmed it on like a four thousand dollar camera. It's this whole thing where all these movie nerds are like, wow, what he got out of eighty million bucks is crazy. Like, um. And it, the risky thing for the movie... Or is that what movies should actually cost? Yeah, exactly. They are. Like, for the the movie, the studios, like a lot of these critics say, like, the studios look at that movie as risky because it's... Uh, he's Jay, uh, I don't know why I keep saying James. Gareth Edwards has come out and said, look, there's no sequels. There's a one... It's, it, he wrote it and he made it. It cost 80 million bucks. It's there's no IP. There's it's not a it's not any other thing. It's just called the creator. It's his story. It's his original story, but it's got lots of obvious. It's like got Blade Runner vibes. It's got Apocalypse Now vibes, uh, and just the way it's been filmed. It's like the colors. I know this sounds. I, I don't have the vocab. I'm not like a cinemaphile, but just the angles, the lighting. It's it really it draws it really drew me in. It was a well done movie if you're into sci-fi, and and also like I say, the fact that the Yanks were the Yanks are they, the Yanks are what I think the Yanks are, but clearly no Pentagon funding for this movie, okay? Because there's no way. I'm surprised the I suppose the the American movie studios. It's probably Chinese money anyway, but they <laughs> they probably don't care if you make a movie where America are the bad guys. They just want the return, but you won't get the Pentagon help. But no. You, there's no, you can't have any Pentagon help because it's set in 2065. They've got nothing Gareth Edwards needs. And even, I don't really watch a lot of how they make movies sort of shit anymore, but I watched a lot about the creator and essentially what, um, he explained how they make it. So they went to 80 locations all around the world, but mostly in Nepal and the Himalayas and in Thailand and that. And they just film all the scenes. 
And then it's amazing. And he says they just add all this fucking shit afterwards. It's it's crazy what they could do. And I think it's uh, who does it? It's industrial light magic, which I think is the it's the spin off from like what George Lucas set up. So they just go to all these amazing locations around the world, film all the real world scenes, and just add like the you know, like America have these kind of like because it's twenty sixty five. There's no helicopters. They're kind of more like those. You know, those drop ships. Yeah. It's all just jets and they hover and and then there's oh one thing I've left out which you'll see in the trailer or if you ever watch it is there's this the Yanks created this super weapon that is called um what is it called? Oh shit. I've lost the name of it, but it's called the USS something. And it's like this massive sort of suborbital hovering battle station that flies all around the world and they just it has this laser that comes down with like a range finder and everyone all the little asian people see it coming and everyone's like no because when that comes that means they're going to basically bombard the fuck out of the whole area and you see a lot of that in the movie (laughs) it is interesting but that was also cool how they did that it's just something that's i suppose it's it's got like 1960s, nearly like if, if there's any sort of, if there's any people out there that were a bit nerdy and liked, um, uh, you obviously, everyone's familiar with Thunderbirds. Yeah. But did you used to watch Captain Scarlet? No. It's probably a little bit more niche but it's in that Thunderbirds realm. So Captain Scarlet was similar to Thunderbirds. He was like, a, you know, they had the protecting the earth, but the baddies were the Mysterons, but they had this sort of hovering base that was in the Earth's atmosphere, but it was like an airfield, but in the sky, and their little fighters would take off, but it's already up in the, you know? It's not It's not that, it's it's a concept that's in sci-fi, but Gareth Edwards did a really good job where he made this humongous American thing of slowly sees it, you see it coming, it's huge, it's like kind of in space, but kind of just in a high altitude sort of, and the, that's when the Yanks are floating, coming. Just a floating city. Yeah, it's kind of like a floating city that drops nuke mini nukes on you. Yeah, and uh, to wipe out the uh, and, that, and that's the general thing. And then obviously there's a there's a reason he's the Josh, the main character, the US, the black dude, the US Special Forces guy. There's a reason he, you know, he they're looking for you know. There's always got to be the the one thing they're looking for, which you know. You could watch the trailer and find out, but I won't spoil any more of the movie. But it's a fucking good movie. It does sound really good. It's really good. Like, it's not like anything else, but it is like other things. But it's like, a, you know, people were like, oh, it's, but it's like so many other movies. And it's like, yeah, that's what happens. Like, it's like we, you know, you listen to Joe Rogan or you listen to us, and it's like we talk about the same shit all the time. Well, there's only so many ideas for movies, and he's just open about it. He's like, yeah, I liked Apocalypse Now, I liked uh, Blade Runner, and I love Vietnam War stuff, and I kind of made this sci-fi movie and I put AI in it, and here we are. But the Yanks are the bad guys, and, and yeah, the a lot of a lot of pe- a lot of the critics I watched, they they mentioned it, and it weirded them out a little bit, and I'm like, yeah, good. <laughs> about fucking time they made the Yanks the baddies. Anyway, talking about Yanks being the baddies, <laughs> where I was going with all that was. So um, that was Saturday night. Movie finished, whatever eight. So it wasn't too late. Finished. We went to like the six o'clock, six o'clock one. Walked out of there at eight. Cruised home. Fucking uh, flipped the phone on when I got home. And I was like, um, first thing I saw was kind of like um, something about. Um, I was like, oh, what the fuck's this? Hamas done some attack in Israel. I was like, oh fuck, better turn the bloody. 
turn the old Google box on. And to be honest, on Saturday night, there really wasn't much um, on YouTube. The YouTubers hadn't really gotten hold of it on Saturday night. Because um, when, I, when I get fixated on a topic, one of the first things I do is I check the time in that area. And I figure out what time is it in, so it would have been, what time is it in Kiev last year? What time is it in Tel Aviv? So Tel Aviv is 10 hours behind us. So I'm like, okay, when I got home from the movies at 8, so it would have been about 10 a.m. in the morning in Tel Aviv. So by that point, the Hamas had, um, and have you looked at it much? Do you know much? No, I did. I did. Um, I just did a little YouTube clip from yep. the boys at uh, antiwar.com. Okay. okay. Yeah, they filled me in. Yep. Yeah, so basically, uh, most people will know, but Hamas, which is a sort of a, um, it's one of the, well, it is a political, it is a political, um, it is a political group in the Gaza Strip, but it's also obviously um, a militia group as well, and they, if we're to believe the narrative and I think we can believe the narrative somewhat, but I think there's also more shit will come to light as time passes. That's why we should never instantly put an Israeli flag in our bio. But obviously they they uh, had it like maybe a thousand militia attack. They attacked with, um, did you see? Yeah, they attacked with like paragliding. With, I've, I've seen no footage of so, anything. So there was that. Um, just the fact that, and then the, the look, um, I don't condone. Wow. I get the sentiment of the of the Palestinian of of Hamas. I get the sentiment, but I could never condone what they've allegedly done. Although I, I I'm I'm still not a hundred on what they've done because there is so much fog of war propaganda around it regarding a rave where they massacred a lot of people. They allegedly massacred all these sort of Jewish settlers in the area just outside the Gaza Strip on the Israeli side. Um, you know, they sh you'll see all the all the usual American right-wing Israel dick-riding talking heads putting up photos on Twitter and Instagram of these Jewish families, the mum, the dad, the kids. You would never know if any of that shit is real. In fact, I would always err on the side of... Would they even know if it's real? Exactly. Like, I've seen some... Um, some, some some residential towers in Gaza that were bombed by Israelis. Apparently, no, that was Tower Seven. Yeah, it was like they were pancaking, like they were, um, like they were um, being demolished. Like I don't, you can't. It's, this is just uh, Ukraine and Russia all over again. The first couple of weeks is just a fog of war, propaganda shitstorm. But like I was about to say, I, I for the sake of it, will say I don't know if any of these Jewish families that are allegedly just gunned down in cold blood. I don't know if they are that really happened. But if it did, I mean I could never condone anyone doing that to anyone else. Even with the caveat of um you know, even with the caveat of uh the obvious caveat which is you know the Israeli sort of uh nation state has had the Palestinians sort of hemmed into those little pockets where the Israelis control essentially the all the resources going in and out of the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, but especially the Gaza Strip. That like I so I get 
I, yeah, you I, reckon I, if you think sanctions are bad, like yeah, what Israel do to Palestine, yeah, yeah, like, that's another thing. Like, don't get me wrong, the, 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 both sides are. I think there are extreme nut jobs on both sides. Yeah, clearly. The unfortunate thing is the extreme nut jobs, like in most countries, are running it. So. You know, I see um, I see a lot of right-wing US pundits. I knew it was coming. As soon as it happened, I knew it was coming. On Sunday morning, I was like, we're going to see all of the people who are anti-lockdown, anti-mandate, anti-censorship, didn't want to send money to Ukraine. They're all going to come out of the blocks, and it's all going to be like, stand with Israel, and we're going to see a full flip of, and I knew it was coming. Then, and that's what I said to you, can't, can't, People just be good on everything. Yeah, exactly. So Jordan Peterson, massive Israel dick rider. They all come out. RFK. RFK Jr. He used the he used unprovoked. Look, when they say that Ukraine was attacked, that there that when Russia attacked an unprovoked attack on Ukraine, that's crazy. When you're saying that it was an unprovoked attack on Israel, that's 10 times crazy level than the Ukraine-Russia one, in my opinion. I know there's a lot... The the, the internet is full of wealthy Americans and Europeans who are completely beholden to the... I I suppose you'd essentially say it was the Zionists, right? Because make no bones about what I'm saying here... There are millions of Jews and Palestinians who just want to fucking bring up their yep. kids, go to in work peace. in peace. Yeah. Majority. Yep. But you've got Hamas and you've got the sort of, um, you've got the hardline Orthodox Jewish types and, and obviously the Zionists that run things in Israel and all around the world. I mean, they are probably one of the Israel lobby is probably one of the most well-funded lobbies there are in America. They There are multiple U.S. politicians who have dual citizenship. I saw a stat the other day um, that uh, uh, adjusted for inflation, the, the number I saw for U.S. government, which is U.S. taxpayers' money that has been given an aid to Israel since its um, modern-day Israel since its inception in like the you know mid to late 40s, uh, adjusted for inflation is in the vicinity of two hundred and sixty billion dollars that the U.S. Have, taxpayers have paid to Israel, and a lot of, excuse me, a lot of that is obviously uh, military uh, aid, um, and also, but also, uh, don't take into account super wealthy country. You know, it's not like they're giving them. So, it's it's pretty obvious to see at this point, kind of, um, like I don't want to take. I think taking sides is pathetic. In a way, but I, but you know, I always look at the underdog. If there's an underdog, um, I'm always kind of like, well, they're the underdog, right? They're getting fucked. I can't condone how Hamas um, might gun down families and innocent people at a allegedly at a music festival. If that even happened, who knows? It could just be a, a propaganda um, piece that we'll learn in a week that it wasn't true, but maybe it was true. I can't get behind that, but. It's just the, the, the media onslaught of that happening when, in all fairness, my understanding is, uh, speaking of the $260 billion is the inflation-adjusted number the U.S. taxpayers given to Israel over the, the last several decades. Also, the, what I could gather from various sources was 
the kill ratio, if we just want to look at it on raw numbers, uh, the kill the kill ratio is 10 to 1. Historically. Historically, yeah. 10 Palestinians for every one Israeli. And look, it's a, it's a terrible metric, but um, at this point in this current um, part of this ongoing shitstorm that is the Palestinian-Israeli, whatever you want to call it, um, it's about neck and neck at the moment in this last 72 to 96 hours. It's a, uh, I think the Israeli tolls probably 12, 1300. And I think, the, uh, hey, the Gaza Strip's catching up fast because they are just doing round the clock airstrikes uh, seemingly on the Gaza Strip. I believe the Israeli foreign minister, uh, uh, minister of defense, I think I was telling you guys when, when I got here, like the, the the sad thing is, well, it's all it's all fucking sad. It's 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 the saddest thing. It's like, um, you know, it's just, you know, like I, I like I say, what we were saying, like I lo- like, there's just the majority of people are just nice, peace, just trying to have a peaceful life. But this is where I and I used to be way more inclined to be like this. But this is where I look at the religious aspect, and I'm just like, Ugh. like. Like I don't want to be one of these Sam Harris atheist, uh, who's militant that? atheist. Yeah, I don't want to be that. I, I I totally have room for spiritual shit. Like I'm not discounting anyone's religion, but when it leads to this, when you're in a like I know they probably don't think this, but you know I was kind of looking at North Canterbury thing, and it's pretty fucking nice here. And I look at the desert, and I think. Then it's like a fucking hot shithole, right? Yeah. So Jerusalem is this place where the Jews and the Christians and the Muslims all just, I don't know, it's just its just a bit fucking weird. Let's just be honest. It's a bit weird. They're all a bit weird, okay? How they can't just get along is a bit fucking weird. And most of the people that die are innocent. Um, But, yeah, I mean... Uh, it just doesn't seem like there could be any any way to. It's just it's nearly like I, you know, you can't you can't just get rid of the Palestinians, and clearly you can't get rid of the Jews, and they clearly don't want to live together. So I don't know. I suppose that my brain always goes to because I was such a such a UFO alien whack job for so many years. I always harken back to, you know, if there are some sort of either interdimensional or off-world entities, they must look at that and go, these cunts are fucked. These cunts are seriously, seriously fucked, right? And that's not even getting into the whole US sort of backing the Israelis and most of the West. Like, every government has to come out and condemn Hamas. And you should condemn Hamas for what they did, if we're to believe what they did to civilians. But... There is nowhere near the level of condemn, condemn, com, condemnation when, you know, you just don't... The way the Israelis kill Palestinians, it's a little bit more uh, covert, nearly. But it's, well, and the thing is, and we've been, for the last 10 years, we've been listening to people talk about, talk about it on the other version. Mm. Talk about Israel's atroc- atrocities yep. against the Palestinians, but it never makes the mainstream. No, nah, it doesn't get any traction. No. Nah. So you listen to the people talk about it, and and you know, man on the street shit talking to the the average Israeli yep. and the average Palestinian, and yeah, you hear all these stories. And you're like, fucking hell, that's it's not great. And then nah. one really bad thing happens yep. in the other direction, and yep. the whole world 
jumps on it. Yeah. Or every media every media outlet jumps but on then, it. And then there's but then there's 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 uh, across like European cities. What I see a lot of the, the right wing, sort of Western white, mostly the whiteies and the odd the odd sort of assimilated ethnic person who lives in a Western country and they love the Western values. They're making a real point of pointing out all the Palestinian or pro-Palestinian um, lefties or just Palestinians or Arabs in, in Western countries, like, um, celebrating it. But, like, if you... It's not hard to find... And that, that, they're saying how deplorable it is to celebrate what's happening, but, I mean... What's the, what about an American waving an American flag when Iraq and Afghanistan was yeah, happening? Look, look, we could go, like, is that not yeah, the same thing? Yeah, 100%. Like... So I've seen a lot of um, when they took when they took out. What about when they took out supposedly took out Osama bin Laden? Yeah, there's people fucking partying in the streets. Yeah, hundred so percent. Yeah, is that not exactly the same thing? Well, it's exactly yeah, it is exactly the same thing. But it's 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 these everyone's basically everyone's fully retarded. So <laughs> yeah. the Yanks are fully retarded. Yeah, the Arab, the Muslims are pretty much fully retarded. A lot of the Jews are completely retarded. <laughs> Now, where I was going to go with the Jews is a lot of this current thing is around the Al-Aqsa Mosque. And I've, in the last couple of weeks, we'll talk about how the Israelis, how the fuck the power and the surveillance abilities and the powers of the Mossad and the um, IDF let this happen in the first place. False flag. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to that soon. I, mean, I know David Icke is just, he instantly goes to, it's a false flag. And... I don't want to instantly go to it, but it is a bit weird. And I reckon what will happen is in five to ten years, it will be commonly accepted by people. The people who won't accept it now, like I was watching, uh, I was listening to the Duran this morning. They try to stay away from it. I was watching Jeffrey Sachs on Judge um, Judge Knapp today. They kind of... They they dance around it because all of these people who kind of, and I get it these people are more like uh, middle of the road pundits who know a lot about geopolitics but they certainly do not want to be uh, paint uh, have the um, sort of any sort of whack job sort of shit painted onto them so they all sort of steer clear but I think what will happen is um, in the not too distant future there'll just be more of a uh, it'll it'll eventually lean towards the fact that there were, it'll be like nine eleven basically. And I know early on the Israelis like this is like this is like the Jews nine eleven. This is like their Pearl Harbor. It's like I can see what's happening here. But what I was about to say a couple of weeks for the last couple of weeks, I've seen these videos on Twitter or on Instagram, and it's been of those um you know the Jews, the weird Jews with the curly bits, the real um the Hasidic Jews, are yeah, they? So I saw some videos, and I know you got to take everything with a grain of salt online, but they're um. They have been getting stuck into the Christians and the Muslims at the Al-Aqsa Mosque. They're not really, it's a bit of a sticky point. I mean, I've seen videos of them spitting on Christians and it's been getting pretty ugly with the, the Jewish settler types and the whatever those Jews are called. Basically, it's a real circus, but the, the, they're all, it seems like, I know the Palestinians aren't faultless in this whole thing. But it does seem like the, the the Israeli Jews are just constantly They're just dicks. They're just constantly Yeah, that's <laughs> you know what today I was at work and I was thinking about what I was gonna say about this. And that was the, the, the that was what I come to in my head today. I was like, they're just dickheads. <laughs> like I'm assuming there's lots of cool Jews, like there's lots of like we all like I ad nauseum go on about, but 
all of those, if you're spitting on a Christian because they're carrying the cross to like the Al-Aqsa Mosque or if the you're Dome, spitting on anyone because they have different religious beliefs move. than you. Should you, you know, it's just, but there's been this, there's been this sort of ratcheting up around the Al-Aqsa Mosque, um, you know, and so for the Israelis to kind of say, and they're obviously, uh, I don't know how much you or anyone follows Israeli politics. I certainly don't that much. But Bibi Netanyahu, who can only be described as just an evil, evil cunt, has been under a lot of pressure recently. There's actually, it sounds like politically and even um, society-wise in, in Israel currently, it, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of protesting going on. I don't think they're very happy with how the country's being run. How does he keep staying in power? Like, well, doesn't didn't he dip out and then jump back in? And well, I was. If you really want to go down a conspiracy rabbit hole, and I'm not saying I subscribe to this idea, but there's even people that are saying that it's not even him. Oh, yeah, because they say this guy has an age of 30 years, and I'm, <laughs> you know, as soon as some guy on some wacky conspiracy Instagram starts pointing out, like, you know, how they you're bring, all in on that. You're like, oh, I'm, fuck I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll give it five minutes. Bringing up old photos, you know, they bring up old photos of Biden, and like people are like that's not even Joe Biden. That is that, is, and I'm thinking. Hey, Maybe it's not. I've, we've all seen those CIA masks, Tim. Oh, fuck yeah. And they, we know they can do deep fakes. So I don't even know what's real anymore. Um, I think like we were talking about when the Russia-Ukraine thing kicked off, is there even anything happening? I think there's... Uh, okay, I think there's something happening there. Um, wh- what will... Whether the sensational clips are accurate. Uh, yeah, I don't know about any of the clips. I don't know if a dance music festival... Uh, 260, 260 people is a lot. Look, if that is true, that's deplorable, and uh, I, I condemn, I condemn anything. Like if, if you're gunning down people, you know, like I did see some comments by some sort of libtards that were essentially saying, um, oh, I read some comments like people are so. I'm, I'm not. I know this is not breaking you, granted, but people are so mean on the internet. Like I saw something uh, a comment today. There's a lot of comments like saying, oh, oh, great, some. Look, some people at a rave, um, man, these people were weird comments like, oh, look at these Israelis at a rave complaining about how they, um, or these Israelis get you sort of gunned down in a rave, have, you know, having fun beside essentially an open air prison camp where people are boiling up rocks and drinking rock soup. And I'm like, yeah, still though, I can't, I can't, I don't think you, it's a, a position you can have that these people are in the wrong because they were five kilometers from the Gaza Strip at a rave. Do you think they deserve They're probably to d- just kids and they don't <laughs> they really were. They were just young people at a rave. Like what's really going on. And, and and then there's the whole thing with, oh, these fucking um, Hamas guys are just, you know, um, killing all these innocent ravers and just chucking their bodies on the back of a um, ute and just... It'd be a Hilux, wouldn't it? It'd be definitely a Hilux. Oh man, I've, I I download I I um, save the funniest photo of like it's like a it's a pretend Hilux. It look, looks like a Toyota Toyota Hilux ad, but it's all the different configurations of like revolutionary Hilux with any aircraft gun on the back. And I'm thinking I'm gonna po- I'll post it up one day. I've got it, but um yeah, I don't even know if any of those videos are real. Those videos are designed to get <coughs> Western people um, enraged, essentially. Yeah, like. I don't know if that Ute with that alleged dead body, I don't know if that was from the past weekend. Um, 
I even saw a video on Telegram this morning, which should have been for my mental health, should have been should have had the um, it has a shimmery cover over it. Yeah, and it will say. Um, do you really want to see this? Do you really want to see this? This this one wasn't. I was scrolling down and it was like first dead um, Israeli because essentially I think Hamas have got all these hostages, and they're basically saying every time I don't I think it's I don't know if it's exactly like this, but that Hamas come out and said. Every time you uh, the, the Israeli Air Force does an airstrike from now, every time you do an airstrike, we're popping one. And I saw the video of them just like gun, gunning this dude. And I was like, fuck, I didn't need to see that. But then again, was that from then? It could have been from any, it could have been from 10, this video could be 10 years old. That's why you just can't, um, that's why you just can't believe anything right. <clears throat> but um, solutions, I have none. Uh, who are the winners? Military industrial complex and the bankers. Um, it's just yucky to see, like the states have rocked up an aircraft carrier. Everyone's just all the Western countries are just on Israel's dick. Um, and look, so I, when do, when do I run? Well, that's the thing. Get involved. Uh, strange comment come out of the Israeli. Ministry of Defence today, which I was surprised, and I read it a couple of times to make sure it was correct, but they say that they've found, they're claiming, this is the Israeli Ministry of Defence today, claim that they've got no, um, there's no, they've got no evidence that Iran had anything to do with it. So, that was strange, but um, there's, I can't even get into or remember all the different geopolitical connotations that are happening here. And it would probably bore everyone anyway, and I'd probably fuck most of it up. But I like there is one when when it's Palestine, the Palestinians and the, and the Israelis, for the most part, all the Arabs. So the Israelis do deals with Arab countries. Like they'll do deals with Egypt, and Egypt shares a border with the Gaza Strip and Israel. Yeah, right? they share a border, the Sinai Peninsula. So Israel will do deals. They're trying to they're trying to sort out deals with Saudi Arabia. You know, that obviously uh, Israel has bad relations with Iran, so no deals with them. Bad, bad deals with Syria, no no deals with Syria. Uh, Jordan, it's, it's, it's kind of like Egypt, I suppose. But that aside, when, it, when shit like this goes down, most of the Arab countries, at least on the surface, side with the Palestinians. They might not do anything for them, or there might be groups in all these Arab nations that funnel them shit, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because they, they've got to get the shit somewhere. Uh, they've got to get the shit from somewhere, because because Israel have got those areas locked down. Another thing I'd, I'd love someone to explain to me, and I'm sure someone will, is why is the West Bank called the West Bank when it's on the east side of Israel? I, I, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I never really... I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. Like The Gaza Strip is up against the Mediterranean, yep. right? down the bottom of Israel, or down the bottom of that area. And then the West Bank is actually on the eastern side, but it's called the West Bank. Don't know what's happening there, but anyway. So, um, yeah, but the the amount of geopolitical... It's, it's just being a Kiwi, it's just too complex. Like, Turkey... And uh, like, Turkey doesn't... Lo- like, we, it, it, you need... Yeah, I met a dude from Westport today. You know, yeah. same sort of shit. Yeah, totally. Like, he's looking at me like Greymouth, Westport. What the fuck? Yeah, well, that's it. Like fucking yeah, losers. Turkey look at <laughs> Turkey look at Israel like Greymouth looks at Westport. 
So Turkey aren't fans of Israel. Uh, Where the hokey ticket? Where the hokey? Hokey? Hokey Hokey's Hokey's probably well. Everyone kind of likes hokey, so I reckon hokey's probably. Ooh, um, hard to say because a lot of those countries they're not that popular. <laughs> like you, you look at look at the popular countries that aren't that popular, and it's like, eh. most Westerners kind of look at. Let's be honest. Let's let's not beat around the bush here. Westerners kind of look at, and this is why it's so easy for Westerners to get on the side of Israel and back them, which is crazy because they're pretty barbaric themselves. Um, we just we just don't get it, right? We just there's just such a different world. Who is the hokey of the Middle East? It's hard to say because Hokitika is such a nice place, and it doesn't seem like anyone in the Middle East really gets along that well with. Anyone else, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like, there's all the Emirate states and Saudi Arabia. They've all got enemies, eh? They've all got enemies. There's Shias, there's Sunnis. We haven't even talked about Hezbollah, who is. Yeah, where did Hezbollah fit into so it? So, Hezbollah is backed by Iran. They yep. are 100% backed by the Iranian, um, you know, the Khomeini there. And they are based in Lebanon. So, for anyone out there who's just completely out to lunch on the geography, uh, if you can imagine. Egypt is in North Africa, and the top the top side of Egypt butts up against the Gaza Strip, which is where all the world Palestinians are just hemmed into an open-air prison. So, so Egypt shares a border with the Gaza Strip and then Israel, and then on the on the on the west coast of Israel and the Gaza Strip is the Mediterranean, and then you go up to the top of Israel. That's Lebanon. So Egypt at one end, Lebanon at the other end, at the top. And on the sides, you've kind of got um, you've got Syria is beside sort of Lebanon and Israel there. So that Lebanon, sorry, Israel and Syria are always fighting, and always that borders moves has moved a lot in the past. And then you come down to Jordan; she has quite a big border on the other side of Israel. That in the West Bank, where the Palestinians and the Jews are, well, that's where. That is where Jerusalem is. That's that's the real shit show area. That's where all the the three major religions from the area, all they all claim something. They there, all don't claim they? something there. Yeah. It's like I get we don't want to have. That's weird. Like we don't want a world where we're living under some sort of Klaus Schwab, nationless, borderless, fucking love and unity utopia. That's weird. Then the yeah, because we don't all think the same. We, we don't never, all, we'll never all think no, the same. No, we'll never all think the same. But then you've got this fucking shitty... I mean, I shouldn't say shitty, but let's be honest. It's a fucking desert. It's a dusty fucking desert. There might be the odd palm tree. There might be the odd oasis. There might be the old... The old you know, there's temples built on top of temples, built on top of temples. But all these cunts do is fucking fight, right? Like, yeah, the average person just Is that because want... it's so shit and they don't have anything? Well, that's the thing. The average person just wants to grow their dates and ride their camel and cook their naan bread. But for the most part, all these cunts do is... All they've been doing is fighting for 2,000 fucking years. You know what I mean? Look, don't get me wrong. The Yanks and the Jews and the Europeans, they're probably... Half the reason the fucking Arabs have all been fighting with each other for so long is because of, you know, European and American and Jewish intervention, right? There's no doubt about it, but... Yeah, they're getting funneled all sorts of shit. All sorts of shit. Yeah, like there's talk now. There's there's the, the one of the big stories today was apparently a lot of the Hamas, Hamas weapons. Guess where they're all from? 
Well, they come through Ukraine, yeah. Did they? And then, then there's people <laughs> claiming that a lot of them are from the, the Taliban have funneled them in there because Joe Biden left eight billion in, Afri- in, in Afghanistan. Afghanistan when they did their botched. Wow. And he's he's an, I've got I've got so much show notes and look, I, I sort of see you on the phone today. I'm like, I'll probably just go off the dome yeah. because it's just I could guess, you know. But anyway, uh, you've already covered RFK Junior. All in on Israel. Tulsi Gabbard, all in on Israel. This is all you need to know about US politics. RFK Jr., all in on Israel. Tulsi Gabbard, all in on Israel. Donald Trump, obviously all in on Israel. And Joe Biden doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And all the and all the libtards who are all in on Ukraine have flipped the switch and are all in on Palestine. Yeah, which is crazy because they seem like they're butchering people. Yeah. So can't we just say, <laughs> can you guys both, can both you guys, both you groups just stop butchering each other, please? That is the uncommon, that is the most, I've seen on Twitter today, like right-wing sort of American conservative who now I all look at them like they're retarded. Like, you know, there's, there's all the Dave Rubens and the Benny John. They're all just... They're all screaming at Kim Iverson and telling people to, you know what they're saying? It's kind of like George Bush speak. They're all they're all yelling, pick a side. You don't have to pick a side. Both sides have barbarian psychopaths in charge. And you're and, rooting for one aside? You're side? rooting for one. They're <laughs> b- both sides are killing babies. They're both baby killers. You can't pick... I don't give a... It's like, it's like we talk about voting and have, if you don't vote, you go, you got to pick a side. You... You you don't you. It's not that both sides suck. Both of the sides suck. The IDF and the people who are in charge of the IDF are a bunch of barbarians, and clearly the leadership of Hamas are inclined to do barbaric things themselves. It's not good. I don't know how the left wing blue headed liberal retards can be back in any like you can. I can support. The plight of the average Palestinian. I'm, I'm happy to do that. I wish the average Palestinian wasn't living in such hellish conditions for decades. I really do. And look, I want the average Israeli Jew to not have, you know, but for the most part, they've been able. I don't, you they've know. They've been able to do what the fuck they've they have been want. able. Look, they might get the odd fucking um, rocket coming over. And I'll tell you what, uh, speaking of rockets, the much vaunted Iron Dome. Everything's got a weakness, so they figured out the weakness for the Iron Dome. Let's just fu- let's just fire a thousand rockets at once because <laughs> it can't do anything, you know. But um, yeah, so back to or so, it was switched so, off. Or it switched off, but Mossad and all that. I don't know. I reckon, yeah, I've well, like I I won't make my mind up on anything until a bit of time has passed. Yeah, but I'm leaning towards like uh, you know so many. I've watched so many videos saying. Even as former Israeli people who worked on those border walls saying, you could not fart without knowing what was going on. They've got remote turrets with machine guns. It's all sensors, motion sensors, ground sensors. I mean, these guys were flying over with those paragliding with a fan on their back and flying over Gaza and into Israel and just gunning cunts down. It's like... Israeli, one th- they have got one of the most advanced militaries in the world. They've got the joint strike, they've got the F-35 joint strike fighter, F-16 and the F-15 upgraded to probably higher than the US has. Like, yeah, don't they teach the rest of the world how yeah, to do this shit? They teach surveillance. Every surveillance, They are the surveillance kings. So that's when you have to start thinking, 
is that you know and and, and like i always there's always a little part of my dumb like the little bit of normie that's inside me is it always likes to stop for a second and go would they really do that and kill a thousand people it's like one, yeah, they would. Then my whack job t- part takes over. It's like one hundred percent. If they if, can convince people that they've got an excuse to go and oh, do yeah. those bad things, yep. they'll do it. I mean, just the amount of biblical fucking prophetic bullshit that all of these crazy fucking religious cunts in the Middle East believe on all sides, with America just pouring gas on the fire. I mean, Joe Biden come out on, and like that guy is obviously not in a good way, but you've got, like I said, we've got RFK, Trump, Tulsi, every person in the US. I, I imagine the, the one of the only ones would be like, I'm thinking Rand Paul would be one of the only guys that are like, nah, no, I don't support yeah, any but, of it. Yeah, war, no. Apart from him, there probably aren't many more that don't support it, but everyone's, all the rest of them. And RFK didn't, kind of didn't surprise me. Uh, it's like, you know, it kind of surprised me that he's all on Israel's dick. And Tulsi Gabbard didn't surprise me. People were surprised. Amy was like, really? I'm like, oh yeah, these are, these are fucking died in the wall, wall. <laughs> these are died in the wall, retarded, flag waving, foam finger, we're number one fucking yanks. All of them. They'll always be like that. There's no hope for the cunts. And there isn't. <laughs> They're fucked. They're totally fucked. And the sooner they fall over, the better, in my opinion. I, I hope it all falls over. I would rather live... I don't want to live in a Mad Max, but I just wish it would all just fuck out. And then, hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll take my chances in the fucked out world, honestly. It would just be, you know... I know that's a crazy statement, but I just, as it's going at the moment, how much worse could it be? Like... I, wouldn't it be better if it all just fucked out, in a way? You I'm interested. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm if, seriously if interested. If you've got all the Klaus Schwab technocrats, they they everyone needs. They all need power and money. But if if all the systems collapse, that we're, I'd rather be everyone's equally fucked. You know, but I suppose then there'll always be a power vacuum and someone will always. But yeah, yeah the Yanks. Like, they just do my fucking head in. Like, they really do. They, I mean, a lot of people, there's a lot of dumb Westerners. They'll be, New Zealand's full of them. So is Australia. So is England. They'll all be like, oh, Joe, if you, if they weren't there, you'd be speaking Japanese and German. Whatever. That, that shit happened fucking 70 years ago, and a lot's happened since then, and most of it's been the Yanks blowing up black and brown and yellow people. Let's be honest. Come on. So on the day it happened, or the next day on Sunday, New Zealand time, like that, even Biden, like the moment it happens, eight billion bucks, bang, just like that, eight billion straight to Israel, eight billion. The first thing I thought of, what the fuck happened to Hawaii? When when Hawaii had the wildfires, the next morning to Joe Biden wake up and go, eight billion dollars coming your way, Hawaii, bang. Did he do that? People should be, Americans should be losing their fucking mind. Like, I'm just sitting here in, in, in fucking North Canada going, how the fuck, did they, where do these cunts get off? They'll just be like, Israel gets attacked a thousand. They what? stole Hawaii, made it a state. They stole Hawaii. <laughs> Israel, I mean, I won't even get into, I don't even want to get into how Israel come about. And they, well, they can't even, you know, fund their own state. But in, no, in but, the- but they could, but they don't because they, they're taking the US taxpayer, the average Stupid fucking yank once again has been taken for a ride to the tune of two hundred and sixty billion dollars. 
in the last several decades going to Israel, who is a, a fucking one of the most advanced states in the world. That is, it got a, in its bottom right hand corner has an open air apartheid fucking concentration camp where they control everything going in and out. And I just, and then I see all these fucking yanks that are dual citizen yank Israelis, and they're all rich. They've all got a million followers on Twitter. I'm like, man, you cunts are part of an evil empire, and you guys, once again, do you know what they think they are, Tim? They think they're the good guys. They really do. So Joe Biden gave them eight billion bucks off the bat. Said we'll send you thirty Abrams tanks and uh, some new F six, some F sixteens. And the, the, oh, we haven't even got it to imagine that Zelensky must be sitting in the Zelensky palace going, "Fuck, he is fucked. That war is that he's done. He's not going to get anything now. He's it's just that's him Kaputskis, eh? The the Ruskies will just be like that. They, uh, they might as well just go right." You keep the Donbass and all that shit. You guys have it. We're done here. Because they ain't getting any more shit. As long as that war goes on in, in, in Israel, the, the Ukrainian shit is there. Yeah, we're thinking, damn, I wish we had some more Jews instead of those Nazis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. The Nazis are they're no good. So, yeah, the $8 billion And then, so the the, uh, the Yanks sailed, uh, I think it's, the, it's their biggest aircraft carrier. They're all pretty big. But they've sailed, there was in the eastern... Sorry, it was in the Western Mediterranean. So they've sailed to off the coast of um, Israel. Instantly, US aircraft carrier, battle group, the whole thing. And they've, the Yanks have essentially said to... Um, in, so in Hezbollah, if they said to Hezbollah in the north, who are based in Lebanon... If you shout out to the, um, that's they're basically um, shout out to the Lebos. That's that sort of. I mean, <laughs> that's your fam- that's, that's your that's like Dick cousins. Pretty much, they're my Dick cousins. Dick relations, so I'm, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm look. I'm not. I'm not saying I support Hezbollah. <laughs> Just let's just get that straight right now. But um, I'd prefer. Yeah, I mean, if I'm on team. I'm on team Cedar, team Lebanon all the way. Just by way of um, you know, um, carnal knowledge, I suppose. But, um, <laughs> But anyway, uh, the Yaks have essentially said, if Hezbollah get involved, we are leveling Lebanon. I mean, Lebanon's been leveled so many times in the last 40 or 50 years. They'd like, I think that, honestly, I think the Arabs are like, what have we got to lose here? <laughs> I, I really, I, part of me's kind of like, kind of like that. If, if only we could get civilians, women and children and old people, and guys, if they don't want to fight, like if you don't want to fight, you shouldn't have to fight. That's certainly not the case in Israel. They're pulling up all the reserves. Probably the same in Palestine. I don't know. They, they, a lot of them are they're pretty motivated to fight. Though they've probably they've been oppressed for decades. But, um, you know, part of me, if we could get all the civilians out of there and we could just have a real crapshoot, I'd be like, yeah, fuck. Let, if I was the Arab, I'd, let the boys play. I reckon the, all the Arabs just go. Let's just get this over and done with. That would be probably. I don't know. It's not the best thing that could happen, right? But it's kind of like, well, what's going to happen? What you're just going to let the Israelis going to? What are they going to bully the Palestinians forever? Forever? I mean, look, someone's got to fucking sort this out, right? And this is what I mean. We need the Yanks to fall over. I don't want to see anyone getting slaughtered. I, I wouldn't mind seeing, and I love this is a real controversial take because migration's a real problem at the moment. But like, I I hear things that um, I've heard this stat for years that I know this isn't an ideal, optimal living situation for humanity, 
But you could take every human being that is on the planet at the moment and fit them all into the state of Texas. That's apparently we're 8 billion people. If you stood your shoulder to shoulder, right? So I know that's obviously just a hypothetical, but needless to say, there's a lot of room, right? Yep. And the desert is a shithole, right? It is a shithole. Like do, do you think if these people managed to get out and got somewhere else, they'd think, oh, I'm never going back there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like don't get me wrong. Does the, is the desert cool? Would I love to go to a desert? Yes. For a bit. I'd love to go on a hot air balloon. I want to go on the ATVs on the sand dunes. Looks like fun, right? Do I want to live there? Hell fucking no. It's just sand and hot and yuck, right? And then at night, real cold. There's camels everywhere and palm trees. Great. Whatever. Not a fan, though. Don't want to know about it. There's so many better places to live in the world. Like, there's literally just so... And I know, but the problem is... In all the nice places, there's all these people there, mostly colonised, and they're like, we don't want them coming here. <laughs> like, no one wants the Jews. No one wants the Palestinians. Maybe they're both Maybe they're both shit ethnicities. I don't know. But no one seems to fucking want either of them, and they can't get along. So I reckon just battle royale. Battle royale. Get all the, you just got to get all the women and children out and just go for it. Because that's what they want to do, right? That's what, yeah. that's what they want to do. All the dudes with tails wrapped around their heads, they're like, Allah Akbar, shooting the AKs. And sh- well, they're not shooting AKs anymore. It's all, M- <laughs> it's all US M4 carbines. Uh, they want to go, and the IDF clearly want to fucking go. The only issue I have is the woman and the children and yeah. the old people. If we could just get them out, just, just if you want it, if you, you guys are clearly all fucked in the head, Just but just duke it out. But can we do it in like a semi-organized sort of fashion. It's like some of those states in America where you can agree to fight in the streets and the yeah. cops cops will let you do it. Yeah, yeah. Like a mutual, like a mutual yeah, combat. Mutual combat, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, but the problem is both, well, I don't... Well, we're not even for a start. So... Like, well, I, but I think, here's the thing about even is I, um... I don't... The weight classes are way skewed. Yeah, but here's... I actually had this on the show notes. Here's something I want to talk about is there are patterns... And I don't know if, uh, once again, stupid Yanks, they don't, and, and the Israelis too, they should, I don't know, I think they all get, the Israelis and the Yanks get too cocky, but here's the deal, there's a pattern, right? So, you think about the Viet Cong, the North Vietnamese, right? Yep. They're looked at as like a peasant army, mostly small arms, like the Viet Cong at least, they would add, you know, for the most part they had mortars, didn't have a lot of armour. Like, you know, it's not like they were known for their tanks, but they had mortars. And they were in their own land. RPGs, AKs, in their own land. So they got home ground advantage. And another thing they had, tunnels. So they know that they know the lay of the land, they got tunnels. Gaza, tunnel tunnels. to fuck. The Israeli Defense Force cannot wait to get into Gaza. They're, they're, my, t- my, I've been reading on Telegram that, like, you know, it has been saying this for a couple of days, but in the next 24 to 48 hours, the Israelis have amassed like 100 or 150,000 ground troops, all their Merkava tanks and all the. I mean, you know, the, an unfortunate aspect of it, though, apparently they gave a ton of 155 millimeter shells to Ukraine. And apparently. Can they was, get them back? No, apparently they are. Because this is what this is the Paul Israel has. This is what this is what the Jews have. The Jews and the Yanks have told Poland because they've stored even them in Poland. Yeah, they're like instantly coming back. So the, the Ukrainians will be like, 
Oh man, we are we are well fucked. We're gonna have to have a fucking ceasefire. Just concede here, yeah. But anyway, so I really like. There's no no one, not even the fucking, not even Hamas is gonna t- like on paper. The Israeli ground forces, everything is just it's not even close, right? But they're not taking into account the thing the Yanks didn't take into account and still don't take into account. Look, so the Yanks, they got their ass handed to them in Vietnam by what they initially claimed to be a peasant army. And then Afghanistan, 20-year quagmire. And they look, they unceremoniously fucking left that place. Totally fucked. The only people to win these wars are like DARPA and then all the military industrial complex contractors. But, you know, thousands of Yanks die... They fucked the country, but in the end, the Yanks got their ass. They got they got their ass kicked out of Vietnam. They got their ass kicked out of Afghanistan, and I'm looking at Hamas, and I'm thinking, if things heat up, and they kind of try to drag Iran or Iranian support in, Arab states start thinking, fuck man, these Israelis, because in a couple of weeks, the Israelis could be beaten up on the Palestinians so bad that. The the, the uh, there might be a bit of the 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 Israeli dick riding might downturn a bit because like I say the Israeli defense minister has said that is called the Hamas at least or Palestinians in general animals which is the classic dehumanization which is what those sides have done to each other for decades but I honestly going into the Gaza Strip with like. Allah Akbar, la, 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 with they know the lay of the land, all the streets where all they've got all the tunnels, they'll have booby traps. That is a fucking hellscape, mate. That is a fucking hellscape. It's just, I just, I, I, I think that the Israeli, like, like America, like with China or they could, if they wanted to, they could nuke. Well, not nuke. They're not going to nuke them, but you. For sheer firepower, the Israelis or the Yanks, they've got the firepower right. But at the end of the day, like you know, like I say with America with China, yeah, they could nuke the fuck out of China, but what good is that? You've The place is radioactive, and you can't do anything with the land, and it's fucked, right? But It's almost like so these, some smaller, point, these smaller places know they're not going to get nuked. Yeah, exactly. Israel's got... Israel. This is the other thing that fucking has always bugged me about Israel, is that they have this un undisclosed nuclear weapons program where it's they don't even know how many nukes they got but it's estimated to be 100 to 200 and so there's 100 to 200 fucking nuclear warheads in in that little strip of desert that um, I looked at a comparison well, does that of, make them vulnerable just by having them there 100% like it's not good like you know and also, just obviously, it forces you know. Then it creates an arm race with fucking Saudi Arabia want nukes, Iran are trying to get nukes. Well, they have they got them. They might already have nukes, yeah. So there's all that, but um, yeah, I tell you, for all the firepower and high tech, that F thirty F thirty five Joint Strike Fighter, stealth fifth generation stealth fighter, that's not much fucking use versus uh, you know, uh, these <laughs> Hamas in militia a in a tunnel. It's just. <laughs> So everyone's like, oh, man, Israel are going to mop them up, man. That's all these, like, all the U.S. Twitter right-wing pundits are just like, oh, they are going to... Well, they just have to level the whole place. That's what they're saying they're going to do. And Americans and Israelis are, are, are cheering it on. And I'm thinking, 
Yeah, look, it's there's only so much leveling they can do before the international community will be like, okay, enough's enough. Oh no, no, this is a war crime. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, there's definitely the Israelis are certainly not. They're pretty partial to a war crime. Let's be honest, but you just don't really hear about it much. But um, but I think that it could really like they could get themselves into serious shit going into Gaza. The way they're talking, that we're going to essentially eradicate Hamas, level the place. It's like, eh, that's all, that's all, that's great chat, guys. But um, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know how, I don't know how all the Israeli IDF grunts are feeling right now. I would, I personally, you know, you know me, Tim, I'm defending the family. And in, in in the, in the nape, and that's it. Yeah. Like there's there's not a lot. Like you know, you know if uh, if the oh, I hate to use the we won't use China. We'll use America. If the Yanks turn up at in uh, Pegasus Bay here with their amphibious assault ships and all their shit, I'm just I'm just hiding out, you know, and trying to just get away from it. A eh? like I don't know. Just I don't know. I don't know. But. But I'm only defending my general vicinity. Yeah. But when you've got 3,000 Gazans in a cooped up little prison and, you know, yeah, like I say, I would not want to be the, I would not want to be in that fight. That is, it's going to be, it's, if, if they go in, if or when they go in there, it's going to be carnage. It's just gonna. I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have. To, you're gonna have to take my phone off me. Oh no, you're, 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 gonna, you're gonna have, have to, to keep me informed. You're, but you're gonna have to take. You're gonna have to delete Telegram, eh? Oh, you're gonna have to delete Telegram. Well, it was funny because I had no idea what was going on, and you're messaging me about RFK and a few other things. You thought it was a historic, and, and I was just like, oh, is this like old? And I was just laughing along, like, yeah, yeah, it's a shit show over in there. It's always been a shit show. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. text something about um, shit at Kara. About Kara yeah. saying, "Oh, Tim's going to enjoy fucking the war chat, w- war chat this week." I'm like, what, what are you talking? What are you talking about? On? So then I had to message you later on and go, "Has something actually happened? What's going on here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Where have you been hiding? So, um, just quickly on the, the all the fake stories to not get caught out. We um, lest we ever forget the uh, the babies in the incubators. Yep. And also, we could never forget the WMDs. Yep. Both US propaganda concoctions and don't doubt that there's a lot of US propaganda concoctions happening right now like well just a, just a soft one was and the last one was like the ghost of Kiev you know yeah yeah Snake sh- Island yeah, Snake, Snake Island, Island as Snake well Island shit one. like that yep. where the media reports on something straight away yep uh, they hype it up. Every Look at this media station bunch does of it. Ukrainians defending this island from these big bad bad Russians. Yeah, you know? and it's and and then the, the retraction is back page. Yep. No, sorry, sorry. If like, at all, if at all, yep. and it's weeks later, and everyone's already spouted off about how how bad it is, and then forgotten about, and then forgotten it. about. Yeah, yeah. They will have picked their side because that's what apparently you have to do now. You got to pick, yeah, pick a, side. a side. Yep. My War side is, is great. Pick your side. My side's just stop war, anti war. That's Anti-war. It. I'm on the Joel and Tim show. That's it. That's I only represent the Joel and Tim show and the family. <laughs> That's the only people that will have me. No one else will have me. Everyone's like, fuck. So this guy won't pick a side in a war. He doesn't want to vote. Although I am thinking of, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm not going to tell you who I might vote for, but it's the only slippery dog I could vote for. 
He's a slippery dog. He's the most lovable slippery dog in amongst all the slippery dogs. Oh, and they're all slippery dogs. Oh, they're slippery dogs all right. Yeah. They're so slippery, but I don't know. I'm still I'm still toing and froing, but but that aside, um Oh now there was one video I watched last night. Now this is for I mean this is just a good recap. Um if and if anyone out there has got uh probably about five to eight minutes. If they wanted a fairly unbiased, quick history of that conflict. Okay. Like how how far it goes back, it's pretty good. So the YouTube channel was called History on Maps. History on Maps. And then the title of the video is History of Israel-Palestine Conflict. It goes back into um, like the Kingdom of Judah, which is all around Jerusalem. And how the you know initially the Romans kicked the Jews out of there, um, and then the Ottoman Empire took over, and then the British Empire took over, and because I was reading heaps of fighting on Twitter between the Palestinian supporters saying it's Palestinian land, and then the Jews are coming and go, there's no such thing as Palestine, and it's our land. And I'm like, man, you guys are. It's so beyond retarded. I just, I don't know, I, I don't know what I could do for them all, Tim. I really don't. They're so far fucking gone. I, like I say, I just look around North Canterbury and go, fucking, look at all this. Like, there's just so much, there's just, it's just panics, mate. There's just so much room. I don't know why they're all fighting over it. no one's it. fighting over it. They're just fighting over a, sh- there's piles of rocks in the desert and they're all fighting over it. Because their book is the correct book. It takes me back to my old, when I was really anti-religion days in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s. It, it kind, what, it kind of takes me angry. Back, like, it kind of takes me back and reminds me why I was like that. <laughs> I got a bit soft and low test in the last 10 years yeah. and met some religious people and started thinking, oh, they're fairly nice people. But then you start watching all this Middle East conflict shit and you're like, man, these cunts are fucking retards, basically. Retards in the sand. It should be musical. A musical about the a musical about the Palestinian Israeli conflict. Retards in the sand. Travel will be oh, a flying broad, camels. Broad, yeah, flying cart. Broadway with their Jew, dumb little Jew little curly hairs and their weird little caps on their heads. It's just yeah, they got dumb uniforms, shit ideas, terrible climate, fallen down buildings, and dumb old books. Sort it out, you know. People are dying, and then you know. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what else I got to say on the matter. That's a good way to end, though. Yeah, I dumb, mean, old, dumb old books. Yeah, just dumb old books and shitty old falling down stone buildings. It's like you know, just I don't know. Like you know, in Christchurch, like the churches, it was kind of like ah, oh, it's a nice old church after the earthquake. It's a shame to get rid of it, but in the end, everyone's just like. Ah, it's, it's just pretty. Building. It's pretty fucked, eh? Yeah. If people, oh, years went by. You look there's at a couple all, of diehards. But yeah, there's a couple of diehards, but overall, it's just like, yeah, that 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 particular church there, whatever which one, it's pretty fucked, eh? And people are just like, yeah, it's actually a bit of a hazard, eh? Like, obviously, no one in Jerusalem thinks like that, eh? No. Like, no, they just. Well, don't. they've got thousands of years. Yeah, but is it and worth? And we got hundred and fifty. I like, mean, is it worth killing all the babies over though? Is it worth like? No, we don't think it is. No. Like, what I could gather is, like, they've killed about a thousand Gazans in the last 48 hours by airstrikes in 
Gaza Strip by, via bombs. I mean, is that worth it? No. Is, of course it's not. Was the, is the thousand dead Israelis that they've killed in the last 72 hours that the Hamas has killed? Is that, what is that, what is the point of it all? Where is this going, Tim? Where is it heading? What's happening? Like, we're, we're just sitting down here in a shed. A lovely, lovely shed. And it's raining. And, you know, I'm about to jump back in my car and go to my paddock and pet my sheep and my chickens. And I'm just like, I nearly get, and I push it out of my head, I nearly get a little bit of, like, weird guilt. It's like, why are these cunts so fucked? And my life essentially is, my life, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's just like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like a bit of a rinse, repeat existence. Kiss your kid, kiss your kids on the head in the morning. Have your smoothie. Bye, everyone. Go to work. Get your deviled pork. Get my deviled pork. Fucking go home and lay around on the couch with the fam and talk about what we did today. Most days. Go for a walk. And then these cunts are in the desert just squabbling over silly old books and just seems just fucking stupid. And everyone's got to pick a side. It's like, no, just... If everyone's like, if everyone just starts saying, look, we're cutting off all of the money, all of your weapons, you guys are being stupid, stop it. No, it's like, <laughs> I should, I, maybe I should be the global, that should be my new Joel Dixon global diplomat. I'll just go and be like, BB, sit down. Hamas guy with the towel around your head. You're you, the world war czar. Take your seat. Take your seat, guys. Look, just stop. It's as simple as that. This is what I tell, like, you know, so as if, if there's anyone squabbling at home, I'm like, right, 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 right. First of what we do, stop, you stop talking. This is a rich code for me. Stop talking. <laughs> and you stop talking. So like, no, no, no. Like, we're going to, we're going to sit, we're going to, no one's going to talk for five, no one's speaking. Okay? Go, if you have to go to your room, go to your room. And then I'll get my book back out and I'll just continue reading. I'm like, that, that's enough. <laughs> Who's the adult in the room in these scenarios, eh? That's all they got to do is, BB? Baby Netanyahu, stop killing. No more killing. No, no. no. The planes, no, no. Special forces, no. Nothing. Hamas, dude, no. No more hand glider raids. That's it. We're done. You're done. No more. Stop. Okay. Now try to stop killing. What we're going to do first is 12 hours. 12 hours, no killing. Okay. You talk to your people. And we're done. Okay. <laughs> How hard can it be, Tim? How hard can it be? Yeah, you're rational though. How hard can it be corralling three, three million um, rock-eating Palestinians in an open-air prison versus, I don't know, a few million uh, radicalised Jews? How hard can it be to stop them fighting with each other? <laughs> Where's Hitler when you need him? Oh my God, I miss that off. God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... I mean, you know, but um, now, now, last, last, well, there's a lot to go, but we'll flag. The one thought I had was, um, this is getting, we'll just, we'll go for more morbid. It's not really that morbid. It's kind of, it, the way I look at it is, what a time to be alive, Tim, that we got to be alive during this shit. Like I say, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't want to be, uh, I wouldn't want to be in the desert on the date plantation. Quite happy to be here, but, like, not, I, a few, I've seen a few people talking about this, but my brain is talking about it every day. And that is, does, has anyone noticed in history with world wars in the 20th century how it kind of was like, oh, there's a war there, and there's a war there, and then there's a war there, 
And then you look at the history books, and then it was a world war, and you're looking, and it's like, well, there's a war there. Oh, now there's a big war there. And I've been thinking to myself, I wonder how Dr. Evil they all get. Like, I wonder how, I wonder if there's any coordination here, though. Like, do you think that, say, the bricks, let's call them the, as another term people love to use, the global south and the more bricks-aligned countries, say, your, your, your Russias, your Brazils, your Indias, your Chinas, lots, Middle Eastern countries, yada, yada, yada. Like, could this be in any way orchestrated to make my wish come true and totally drain the US hegemon of its power? Because in another year, uh, you know, if China, like we've got, we've got the Eastern European spot fire, now we've got the Middle East spot fire, if the China-Taiwan thing did kick off, I mean, basically at that point, I'm calling it, that's that's WW3, right? It's, it's got to be, we've got to be getting close. Like, it's it's so weird, like, I can see, it's like, um, this has happened, happened all through our history. It's like we're sleepwalking, I say we, but it, I'm not, but it's like sleepwalking into it. I feel like that's what's happening at the moment. I feel like we're sleepwalking into it. And the humans are so retarded, we never learn. And there's always a big empire, and they are massively retarded, and they think they're just foam finger number one. And they will always overextend. And then there's the barbarians at the wall, who are no better, could be worse. You know, I, I don't, I don't look. Do you think at, we might find out in our lifetime? I don't look at, I don't look at a Russian, Arabic, Chinese sort of conglomerate and go, yay! I look at that and go, <laughs> fuck! And then I look at the Yanks and go, well, you guys are the proven cunts this century. So you guys are proven. So I, I have to hold their feet to the fire. I have to. A lot of people Yeah, because that's all we know. That's all we know. I, I, you look, you, your body count is horrific in the last 80 years. It's horrific. We'll, stop, we'll start at the end of World War II. You guys are horrific. Okay. So, you know, but I just look at it and think... You know, I was saying to Amy the, on Sunday, I was like, oh, I'd hate to have to, I'd hate to have to hide the boys away. I'd hate to have to draft Dodge. It's just, you know, it'd be, oh, I would though. There's no way. Oh, without a doubt. It's like, Man. there's no way they're dragging my kids off to fight fucking the sad people. No fucking way. All the, our friends in China. There's just, it's no. just not happening. You know, they'll have to come to me. Like I say, that's the only way I'm fighting anyone. You come to me. Or not interested. You go. You guys can fuck. And you know, then all the Western retards will be like, "Oh, you know, fucking, you know, they'll yeah." It's like, oh, really? Our forefathers had to do it for your freedom. Yeah, they didn't know shit back then. <laughs> they didn't have the internet. They couldn't see what it was. They didn't know shit though, eh? No, of course they did. They did it. They weren't like, oh, so this whole planet is run by a shadowy cabal of lizard people bankers who just want money. Like they, they weren't talking that shit back then. If if this is the thing with conspiracy theories, all the all the global they all want to just cinder and all that. They want to shut it all down. It's because at the end of the day, if you really think about it, if most people thought that, they're fucked, and it would all end right. And it'll be like, hold on a minute, we are getting fucked by you guys, <laughs> but we just can't for whatever due to the high level propaganda it's and control one. of the money. Yeah, we just can't get the normies over the line to go. 
wait a minute. You guys are warmongering lizard people who fucking harvest the bad, loose energy off all the death and destruction you perpetuate on the planet. This is not working out for us. We should stop this. <laughs> See, they just weren't thinking that in World War One or World War Two. No. It was all like, for king and country. What the fuck does that even mean? Like, I don't know, you know, it's 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 a cute thought to be all patriotic and for king and country, but really it's the king does not hey, newsflash motherfuckers, the king doesn't give a fuck about you. He couldn't give two shits about you and you know, you know what I mean? What do you think? What do you think, Tim? I like you said, I think we're just lucky. We're so fucking lucky. We're here. lucky, yeah. Are you do you want to fight for King Country there? Fuck that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just dumb. If everyone, I'm, I'm building tunnels, bro. If they come, oh, I'm building tunnels. I'm all over the tunnels. Though. <laughs> yeah. I'm all over. I might the, start one now. I'm all over the tunnels. Oh, tell you what, I'm gonna go see if my tunnels are filled with water. Speaking of tunnels, and I just so tunnels, I instantly think of guns. Just before we go, I had the, so on Telegram, I had this. Um, it's fucking weird, man. I had this like. Um, it's like this. I got this message from this telegram channel and it's like called trapper something right and it's some seemingly u.s based drug export telegram channel and it's fucking weird man like i'm not replying i i deleted that and then 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 today i got another text from them and it said um let me find it and then it said uh then i got this order it was like an automated text from this thing that i deleted and it says sorry for hitting your inbox uninvited we offer the best psychedelic products even for pleasure ever for pleasure treatment of anxiety depression ptsd add and more we also supply cbd oils wax hash edibles lsd dmt mdma edible weed vapes xanax pills get this and this is we get some zannies no but get this this is where it gets crazy firearms Clone cards, shrooms, and more. So I went. On, I went into the Telegram channel, and fuck me, days. They're selling like bulk, bulk drugs on Telegram. I would never reply. They're selling Ruger twenty-two long, twenty-two LR pistols, five hundred bucks. Any handgun in America, all these handguns in America, you can imagine. Glocks, pallets of Glocks, by Glock. Glocks are five hundred. The the Ruger four, like it's a it takes the that takes the twenty two ammo I have an abundance of, and I'm thinking this has got to be a fucking this has got to be some sort of a rig up, right? Well, that's what my that's what my brain tells me. If I'll I'll show you it now. I don't even want to be looking at it because I was scrolling through. I'm like, wow, look at the look at the like they have like sheets of like you know the wax they smoke like the um you know the weed the you know that wax shit that it's like comes in massive sheets, like resiny shit. It's like next level shit. I'm not. A, yeah, I'm just trying to think what they call it. You yeah, know the, the shit. Yeah, they yeah, like. yeah, yeah. I know and what like, you mean. like just like just like jars and jars and jars of every sort of a drug you could abuse. Like just bag, just like massive MDMA crystals, and it's all got prices. It tells you how you buy it with all this. Sh- and I'm just like, nah, look, this is just the. This is a young, this is a young Cyberman's game, eh? But 
as I was looking at all the drugs, I'm just like, ah, my days of all this shit are kind of done. I'm not I'm not buying drugs off the internet. And getting, fuck all that shit. Then I keep scrolling, and it's like, handguns? What? These? And I, and so, I, so I looked at the handguns, and then I go and I googled the handgun. I'm like, okay, because I thought maybe it's like a pallet gun. No, no, no. That's a real handgun. <laughs> it's a 9mm. And then I was like, oh, Glocks. Oh, yeah, we've got Glocks. And then we've got the Ruger hand, hand, the Ruger pistol. And I'm thinking, sort of fucking outfit is this, mate? You know what I mean? When, when you said about tunnels, that's what I thought. I was like, if you're going to have tunnels, you've got to have guns, right? But, yeah. But I was thinking, well, that's, that's where you buy them. But I can tell you now, uh, New Zealand authorities, this guy will not be participating in buying a Ruger pistol off fucking Telegram. That's for fucking sure. But I mean, yeah, it's. I won't say that. I won't say the name of the. Um, I don't want to. Hey, I, they're probably. Who knows where they're based? They could be based anywhere in the world. It could be a spook setup, or it could be legit. But I obviously won't say the name of the. I won't say the name over the podcast because yeah, I'd hate it if it was like a, you know, some sort of mafia setup. And they hunted me down and fed me to the Jews and. In Israel, that wouldn't be good for mm. all the bad things I've said about them. But um, anyway, I think we're at about a wrap. Uh, yeah, a bit of a bummer, really. Yeah. A bit of a bummer to uh, the last week. Um, and I think this is the thing is um, I'll get to a point soon where I'll just be like, I'm done. I actually thought about it today. I'm like, ah, I, think I, I think I might be done. There's only, there's only so much you can look at that shit, eh? Yeah, you do have to wonder, it's like, what is what do we what do we even care anyway? Like what the fuck do we care? Like you know what I mean? This is dumb old Bible shit in a a, a place that might it might as well be on another planet. It might we might as well be living in Star Wars. They might as well be on Tatooine. You know, we we could just be on Coruscant in the middle where nothing none of that shit happens. You know what I mean? Might as well be that case, eh? Right? You know, like what what is me caring about the Palestinians? What is that going to do for anyone? Tell me, Tim. Well, nothing. nothing exactly. I suppose that's just. I, I. I suppose I just like the. I don't like it, but I suppose I'm, I'm intrigued by the sheer craziness of humans. It's, yeah, it's, we're fucking nuts. It's bonkers. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that note, I'm frothing in the throat, uh, and Tim's got to go and. I'm gonna go inspect gotta, some he's holes. He's gotta go look at some holes and maybe do a bit of uh, irrigation. And uh, hopefully next week, well, the next episode will be a Patreon. Hang in there. And hopefully next week we'll have some cheerier stories about what meat I've been buying. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, shalom and Allah. (laughs) Das vidanya. God is great.